Welcome to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, brought to you by Altruis. I'm your host, Joe McGarry. Today's guest is Kelly Knox. She's the West Coast Outreach Lead and Community Outreach for Southwest Airlines. Kelly started her career in 2011 at Southwest after graduating from Florida State University with a bachelor's degree in marketing. She joined Southwest as an intern on community affairs and grassroots and was hired full-time to work in customers' relations, handling escalated calls on behalf of the executive office and was soon promoted to team leader. In March of 2015, she returned to her roots as a community affairs and grassroots team where she was responsible for managing Southwest's outreach programs such as the Congressional Art Competition, as well as leading the airline's local outreach coordination. In her current role as West Coast Outreach Lead, Kelly champions causes that matter most in our communities, including California, Texas, Hawaii, Oregon, Washington, Idaho and Nevada. Kelly, it's nice to have you. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So Southwest Airlines, of course, expanding more routes in Hawaii. Can we just talk a little bit about that first? Because, you know, it's we're summertime, so much travel going on. There's all this pent up desire of people to get on an airplane. And then when you get on it, you think, what am I doing? It's way too busy. <laughs> how is how is all that going? I mean, new routes for you all and, and being in Hawaii. Yeah. So we recently celebrated three years in Hawaii. Huge milestone for us, long time coming, and um, it's just been a, a really great experience. Pent up demand, I think, is the best way to put it. Um, we have seen people are, have been dying to travel. They spent two years not being able to go on vacation or see their family or or celebrate important milestones together, and and we are just so excited to be a part of connecting people, bringing them back together. Uh, Hawaii is. A huge market for us and hopefully when you sit on the plane you don't think why am I here hopefully (laughs) you're greeted with you know just that beautiful southwest hospitality from the second you um, get your ticket to when you board the aircraft and, and you interact with our flight crew hospitality is so important to us so that when you are on board you you have that peace of mind and and want to get off the plane quickly but you know you feel good about it while you're there you know, we were just chatting recently to um, uh, Hawaiian Airlines and we talked a bit about how for them, you know, culture is everything, right? Because they're the airline of Hawaii. And when you mm-hmm. get on a plane there, um, you're expecting to feel like you're uh, somewhere different and you're traveling in somewhere different. Um, for Southwest too, you have that same kind of culture and that pride in the culture of how you fly. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So our culture is world renowned. There's case studies on Mm -hmm. it. Um, It's one of the things that we're most proud of. Honestly, we have an entire department dedicated to our culture. We have culture committees for every single work group across 120 Mm -hmm. uh, destinations. So we work really, really hard to make sure that that culture is infused in all 56,000 of our employees. And that culture really stems from the golden rule sounds really basic. It is really basic. It's not rock and science, but it's just treating people how you want to be treated. And if you do that with your coworkers and, and your customers, it just creates this wonderful experience where people are excited to come to work. You know, I've spent my entire career at Southwest and, and it's been 11 years. It goes by fast, but I'm still considered a newbie. Uh, and in terms of Southwest years, we have 
so many employees who have been there 20, 25 years. And you don't have that unless you have a, a culture where people want to come to work. Um, so we're very proud of it. We're proud of, of how we instill that in all of our employees and work really hard to make sure it comes across. And it does sound really simple, but those are the things. It's like all those rules you teach children when they're just starting to be aware of other people. It's all those basic things. You know, be kind. Yes. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything. Hey. And treat people like you'd like to be treated. It's basic stuff, but it, it never changes. Yes. It's we have nine company values, and one of them literally is defined as don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's so basic, but true. And it's a good reminder um, of just, okay, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Don't be a jerk. But, you know, today, I mean, on a, on a kind of more serious note, it's very difficult right now, I think, for airline staff to actually just get in and go to work because as we're noticing, people are, you know, we're in a very challenging economy. We thought the pandemic was bad and now we're in a situation that's showing us that people are very angry. They're really quick tempered. Um, I mean, every day there's someone posting a different video of someone being rude on an airplane. Um, do you think that at Southwest your culture helps people feel kind of protected against that? Like they have resources of, you know, people are getting more impatient on planes. They are getting ruder to staff. People who answer the telephone are getting abused more with customer complaints than ever before. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's something that's coming up all the time, yeah. It is. And what you don't see are the millions of customers who are flying without any incident. Right. Literally every day. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. People have become... Um, a little more wound up on board and, and we are seeing those incidences and, and putting our people first is incredibly important. And so I think why you don't see as many as there could be is because our flight attendants and, and all of our hospital staff are trained to defuse situations. And so how do we de-escalate so it doesn't get to the point yeah. where we have to have security greeting us on board? So, um, it's definitely a focus. It's something we pay attention to. It's something our employees talk to us about. Um, I think that's a lot of times why we we resort to humor, too. Mm -hmm. So if you've ever been on a Southwest plane, you've probably heard the announcements with some jokes in it. And yeah. and if you make flying fun, um, just like you make work fun or anything else in life, those situations tend to de-escalate themselves a little bit quicker. Um, but it's definitely something that we are focused on making sure our employees feel safe and protected and um, hope that you come on board, which is our home and, and their place of work, like you would expect people to come to your place of work. Yep, it's a kind of a new way of doing business, isn't it? Yeah. Let's talk about some of the other fun things that Southwest do, because you just have such, you know, your role is yes. community outreach. Yes. And the community outreach that you do is very significant. It's not just a name. It's not just, oh, this is somebody's job title. You really all take that seriously. You give back to the community. And I want you to talk a little bit about what you do in Hawaii and how you find the people who need your help. Yeah. So we are the company with heart. If you look at our logo, um, it has a heart on it. And, and that's really intentional because we lead with our heart, with our employees, but also with our communities. And so we have some national pillars that, that we try to ladder up to. But my job is, is taking those national pillars and, and making it very localized. And so how do we connect to the communities and what they care about? So before our planes even touched down in Hawaii, we were 
coming to the islands, we were talking with Kapuna, we were talking with local organizations and really trying to understand what does Hawaii care about? And when you think about being ingrained in the community and being a good neighbor, um, you have to support the causes your neighbors care about. And so um, my job, I, I'm very lucky I get to be in Hawaii and, and talk to people and understand how we can continue to develop stronger relationships within the community. We hear a lot about preserving and protecting the Hawaiian culture. Uh, we learn hear a lot about taking care of the aina. Um, and, and so how can we preserve the beautiful islands and the land? So we look for partnerships with organizations that are supporting those initiatives um, some of our partners, you know, Access Surf is is currently running their adaptive surf competition. We had a group of employees out there helping set up yesterday. And so it's it's really finding those organizations that are taking passion, taking the passion of surfing and bringing the community together for people with disabilities to be able to enjoy the water. And it's just such a beautiful uh, organization and partnership. We have um, that's just one of many that we're so excited to be a part of. I love that approach, and presumably you do that in every market that Southwest is in. So you find, you listen first, you find out what communities care about, but then you don't try and fix it, right? Because that would be way too difficult, and you would never be able to do it. You find people who are already trying to fix it and support them. How are some of the ways that that you find the, these great organizations, and also how do you help? I mean, is it is it always a monetary donation? How does that work? All great questions. Yes, we do it differently in every city, but it's listening. But because, you know, we talked about the different cities and states that I'm in, Texas has very different passion points than Hawaii. And I think that's why my job is so cool, is that I have the opportunity to really dive into those communities and understand what makes each of them tick. And and to your point, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert in anti-trafficking efforts. I am not an environmental expert. And but we get to work with the organizations who are leaders in their space. And so working with them looks different. Uh, it can be through cash donations. It can be through donating in-kind tickets. Um, a lot of times we work with schools to provide college tours, or most recently we took a school from Kauai to visit Pearl Harbor Aviation Museum. And so it's creating these memories and these life-changing opportunities uh, for the organizations to just really further their mission. And um, how do we find them? A lot of times they find me, which is great. It's a small community here. And, and, it, and I think everyone wants to do good. And so people are, are willing to make connections and say, how can I help? And here's an organization willing to help. And Southwest wants to be a good partner. And so um, sometimes it's just me researching and sometimes people come to me with a great idea. And I love it. Tell us some of your favorite, you know, you just mentioned you took some school children, you know, to uh, Pearl Harbor. Tell us some of the, the things that you've done that really warm your heart, where you just feel like, I loved doing that. Yeah, well, every day of my job. So that's what's what's really exciting. But um, IHS is one of our, our big partners on the island, and uh, they support um, people experiencing homelessness. And so, unfortunately, lots of kids um, suffer from homelessness and we were able to take a group of kids from Hawaii to Disneyland and what an incredible experience to show them life outside of their 
circumstance. Mm-hmm. And if you work hard in school, they went, they, they didn't just go to Disneyland. That was a, the peak of the trip. But they also visited different universities and, and got to tour the big city of Los Angeles. And so it just opened their eyes to a world that they would have never seen. And it was just such an honor to be a part of that and to hear the testimonials of the kids saying, I want to go to school. I, I, one kid said, I don't want to be a bully anymore so that I yeah. um, can cannot be homeless when I grow up and, and see something more. And so that one, I'm just getting some chicken skin thinking about that. Um, but there's so many other stories. We heard a lot before we got to Hawaii, the need for medical um, care. And um, so we have a medical transportation grant program and that provides hospitals around the country tickets for patients to be able to use for for their treatments. And so we have two hospitals in Hawaii that are part of that program. So we hear stories of patients um, being able to receive the care without having that extra financial burden. And um, when you're going through something like cancer, you don't need another worry of can I afford a plane ticket to get Mm -hmm. to my life my necessary medical treatments so there's a lot we can keep going but I don't know how much time we have you should put out one of those like instead of an airline calendar at the end of the year you should put out a little airline book of you know our best moments people would love that it's kind of a joy a chicken soup for the soul kind of thing from the airline and you could hand out to the passengers on the that would be You're fun. welcome for that idea. Thank you. You can, have it. <laughs> you can bill me later. <laughs> no, but I can see that. And, you know, especially today because, you know, people, I've just done quite a lot of traveling and it is, it's stressful at the moment. You know, yeah. people are kind of irritated. That would be such a soothing thing to have people coming off a plane, having read some of your best things of the year. I think so they would love it. Southwest Airlines, free entertainment on board on our in-flight portal. You can watch under Southwest Citizenship some of our stories. Perfect. So, But I like the idea of forcing people to read it by <laughs> handing it to them. Now, you spend how much time in all of these places? I mean, you're responsible for a lot of different communities. So are you just constantly flying to each one? Yes, I, I store my stuff in Dallas, but I basically live at a random Marriott or Hyatt property in the, all of these communities. But uh, I, I'm kidding on that. But it, I am on the road a lot because if you want to be ingrained in the community, you have to show up. And you have to be boots on the ground and roll up your sleeves with, with the people who live and work and play there. And so I'm in Hawaii probably every single month, um, based in Dallas, but back and forth. And then each of those other communities is trying to be there as much as we can. Um, we have great people who live, work, and play um, from our frontline staff uh, in each of those communities, and they represent us when I can't. They're our biggest champions and advocates, volunteering, um, taking care of you in and outside of the airport. One last question I'm curious about. You know, there's a lot of, uh, of companies who want to come to Hawaii mm-hmm. because they know it is an incredible place, and then they choose not to because the cost of doing business they feel is too high they just can't seem to get the logistics together. Obviously, for Southwest, you know, it, it was a major decision three years ago when you guys decided to come in, and and it wasn't an inexpensive decision. And it is a place where we know it, it it's high, uh, high cost to do business. W- what do you think it was about the market that made Southwest say this is really for us? We're gonna, we want to be here. Sure. Well, so we're a low-cost carrier. We've always had a low-cost mindset. We turn our planes faster than anyone else. And our ability to keep our costs low is one of the ways that we counteract um, um, 
high cost of of locations. We're in San Francisco. We're in New York. High cost locales are not um, foreign to us. And so because of the way that we manage our schedule, um, we're able to really keep costs low and, and build that profit margin. We're also a point-to-point carrier. So if you think about some of the other legacy carriers, you might have to go from one point to then expand into their network. So that's why inter-island service has been complicated probably for other um, for other carriers in the past. Whereas point-to-point is something we're very familiar with. We can move our aircraft and our people quickly. Um, so Hawaii has been on our radar for much more than three years. Um, you know, our employees have been asking us for forever when we're going to start service to Hawaii. We even have an annual meeting where our CEO delivers a state of the state, state of the company address. And he had to start incorporating into his remarks that he had no announcements for Hawaii because that was <laughs> the first thing everyone would ask him. So it's been on our radar for a long time. We needed to do it when the time was right. And um, it, all the stars aligned for us um, in recent years. And, um, you know, it's an important market to us as well because of our California presence. We are the largest carrier to from and within California. And Californians want to come to Hawaii. And so we needed to make sure that we could take that incredibly important market where they wanted to go. And, um, and then we created other opportunities with our inner island service. Um, it wasn't part of the original business case, but again, it, it goes back to we're listening, we're learning, we come into a community that we want to understand what those needs are so that we can be successful. We're not just here to bring mainland customers to Hawaii. We're here to support the residents of Hawaii with flights and schedules that you need. So... It's been a great three years. Well, we and I know that a lot of the charitable organizations that you touch are grateful that you're here and we're long may you stay. Kelly Knox is the West Coast Outreach Lead for Community Outreach at Southwest Airlines. Thank you so much for coming in and joining us today. Thank that you. Was nice, to, nice to hear your story. Nice chatting with you. All episodes of our podcasts are available wherever you pick up your favorite podcast, including Spotify, Apple, and even on the Chamber's website, cochawaii.org. If you've enjoyed today's interview, please subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And if you can, take a couple of minutes and leave us a review because your reviews encourage others to listen and help the business community to continue to thrive locally, nationally, and globally. You've been listening to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, brought to you by Altris. Join us next time for more stories of Hawaii's business.